Hello and welcome to this another edition of Words from the Word of God. Thank you and I would love to say thank you to all of our little listeners and we thank you so much for your listener support and we ask for your prayer support as well. Uh, you know, we covet your prayers here at Words from the Word of God as we uh, endeavor to serve the Lord in this ministry, reaching the world uh, with the Word of God and the everlasting gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and that has salvation to all men can come through placing their faith and our faith in him. And it's such a wonderful blessing that we have from the Lord here in his word. But again, I would like to say thank you for your loyal listener support. As we enter into the message today, I would like to look at two verses here in the book of Acts chapter 2. I know we've been here for a while, but there are so many riches from heaven contained here in this scripture in Revelation uh, through the power of the Holy Spirit and the presence and person of Christ in our hearts. So let's read these verses and allow the Lord to lead us as he, as he will. The first verse is verse 21. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. And then I would go, like to go, I was going to go to verse 39, but let's read verse 38 and 39 together here. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Verse 39, very, very important for what we're talking about today and how we can trust the Word of God. For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord God shall call. For the promise is unto you. For the promise is unto you. The reason we preach the word of God here and rightly divide the word of God here at words from the word of God is because God's word is truth. And we know it's the truth of God because it was given by revelation to God to men and they were carried along or moved along by the Holy Spirit as they wrote these words in this precious book. And it is God's love letter to us. But we know that that is it's a faithful and he he's number one it's truth because the continuity of scripture you know it has one message from genesis chapter one to revelation chapter 22 to the end of the scriptures and that message is christ jesus our lord the messiah and how salvation would come through his sacrifice and his blood shed there at a place called calvary the old testament Tie in types and pictures foreshadows Christ's coming and being born of a virgin, uh, living a perfect, sinless life, dying an innocent sacrifice, the innocent for the guilty, uh, and shedding his blood on Calvary's cross and dying and being resurrected uh, the third day. And also, it tells and foreshadows of his second coming. His glorious re return here to earth to set up his kingdom on earth. But we know that, the, of course, there is a return before that, and that is the rapture of the church, which is soon to come, in my opinion. But we know that the word of God is truth because God is faithful to his promises. 
There is not a promise in the Word of God. And I can say this with all confidence, that there is not a promise in the Word of God that he is not faithful to perform. If he says it, he will do it. Everything that has happened up to this point, the cross, the the death, the burial, the resurrection, Christ's ascension, in heaven, back to heaven, where he is seated at the right hand of majesty on high. All of this is told out in Scripture, and that he is the person of Scripture, Jesus Christ the Lord. But all all of what we have covered from the cross to here in Acts chapter 2, where there's the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, God the Holy Spirit was poured out upon all flesh. That is a promise that was fulfilled. And we know that because all this is fulfilled and he has kept his word that we can trust in his word, his written word that we have because it's the truth, because he is faithful to his promises. I would like to begin reading here in Acts chapter uh, 2, verse 14. But Peter, standing up with the eleven, lifted up his voice and said unto them, You men of Judea. And all ye that dwell at Jerusalem, be it known unto you, and hearken to my words. For these are not drunken, as ye suppose, seeing it is but the third hour of the day. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. Here goes the promise. And it shall come to pass in the last days. Might I say the last days? That speaks of the times of Christ. When Christ was born of a virgin, he lived a perfect life. His death, burial, and resurrection, his ascension into heaven, and his return. That is the last days until the end of the church age. That is what the word of God is speaking of, the times of Christ. In the last days, saith God, a promise, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. And on my servants and on my handmaids, I will pour out in those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. I will show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before that great and notable day of the Lord come. Verse 21, as we read, as we began this message, and it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That, as Peter is speaking in boldness, and might I say filled with the Holy Spirit, So we know, as the Word of God told us there in in Acts, at the beginning of Acts, they spoke as the Holy Spirit gave them utterance. And every man that was there of every nation under heaven heard the wonderful works of God in their own language. They were not speaking with their words. They were speaking with the Word of God. What God had given them through His Spirit to speak through Jesus' presence and person of Christ in their heart. And we know as we look, as as he is quoting from Joel chapter 2, verse 28 down through verse 32, the first part of 32. Uh, And I want you to see this because we will turn there. We're going to turn there now, Joel chapter 2. And I think it's ironic that this is contained in Joel chapter 2 and this promise is fulfilled in Acts chapter 2. 
That's, that's what I call God irony. But let's read this right quick. Joel chapter 2, verse 28. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy your old men shall dream dreams and your young men shall see visions and also upon the servants and upon the handmaidens in those days i will pour out my spirit and i will show wonders in heavens and in earth blood and fire and pillars of smoke the sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before that great and terrible day of the Lord come. And it shall come to pass. Listen, it shall come to pass. It shall come to pass. Did you hear that? That is a promise. That whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered, shall be saved. That, my folk, my friends, is a promise from God above. The great triune God, the three in one, God the Father, God the, the Son, and God the Holy Ghost, which was poured out this day at Pentecost. He promised it in Joel chapter 2. He also promised it again in Isaiah chapter 44, I believe it's verse 3, and also in Ezekiel. I can't recall the chapter or the verse right now, uh, forgive me for that, but, you know, my memory is not that great. But what I want you to focus on here is God is faithful. He's faithful to his promises, and we can trust what he says because he has fulfilled every promise that he's ever made concerning salvation through Jesus Christ our Lord, which was foreshadowed in type and pictures all the way through the Old Testament and fulfilled in the New Testament. At this point in time, they did not have the New Testament. So Peter is quoting from the Old Testament. Now, you've got to consider this, too. Peter is filled with the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is giving him the utterance to speak to these Jewish men, these devout men who no doubt are very schooled in the law, the Mosaic law and the prophets and the Psalms, and they're no doubt have great knowledge because it says they're devout men that means pious that means self-religious self-righteous and religious in their own mind but he is speaking a message to them that would cut to their heart and the only way this message that we talked about so much yesterday in the last broadcast was the gospel the good news of christ crucified and the, the those receiving the holy spirit you know, he had crucified, buried, resurrected, ascended into heaven and the pouring out of the Spirit. And they heard the gospel message and it cut the Holy Spirit. Use that message, that Holy Spirit inspired message, which Peter spoke that day. And it cut through the heart of the listeners as they heard that they had crucified the Lord, their Messiah. And they were cut in their heart and they repented. They repented and they received the gift of the Holy Spirit. 3,000 souls were saved from sin, death, and released from the bondage of Satan and born into the family of God by receiving the gift of the Holy Spirit by placing their faith in Christ. Why? Because they knew what Peter speaking was the truth. God had made this promise so many years before by the prophet Joel. He said, this is that which was spoken 
by the prophet Joel. No doubt taking them like Jesus did in his ministry so many times back to the Old Testament scriptures. We know that God's word, we should know that God's word is truth. Now I want to speak to believers and non-believers of life. You know, as believers, true born-again believers, we experience difficulties, trials, tribulations, and so on and so forth. And everything, every day seems to be a fight that we have to go through. But there's one thing we have, and that is the promise of God. That is the promises of God in his word through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Paul said, but my God shall supply your every need according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. That's a promise from God. And we know that God is faithful to his promises. His word is the truth. And we can know that it's the truth because he is faithful to those promises. So now. That we know his word is truth and he's faithful to his promise. Let's read verse 21 and verse 39 again. Or verse 38, 39 again. And it shall come to pass that whosoever. What does whosoever mean? It means all. It is not. And, and this is represented also here in scripture. Fifteen different provinces were represented here that day. Or named here by Luke in the book of Acts chapter 2. But it said that, let's read verse uh, 5 right quick. And there were dwelling at Jerusalem Jews, devout men, out, listen, out of every nation under heaven. Whosoever, this is not based upon the salvation through Christ and the receiving of the Holy Spirit being born from above is not limited to one race or one skin color or one language. Or one, it has no restrictions. It's an all-inclusive gospel. And it includes whosoever will. Whosoever will, let him come. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That means everyone. No one is excluded. Then we go to verse 38. This is how. This is a promise. Then Peter said unto them, when they said, what shall we do? In verse, the latter part of verse 37, he said, Then said Peter unto them, repent, turn from your sins, confess your sins, and turn from them. Do away with your self-righteousness in the Mosaic law, which Christ fulfilled in himself and was crucified for your sins, that you crucified not, not more than 50 days earlier. In Jerusalem is where they were at. So these, a lot of these, no matter, no doubt, witnessed the crucifixion of Christ. And they probably cried out, crucify him, crucify him, crucify him, by many of them. But Peter says, repent. Repent of those sins and be baptized. Receive water baptism. Every one of you in the name, in what name? Jesus Christ. For the remission, for the sending away, for the forgiveness of sins. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For this promise, listen, this promise, what have been talking about? The promises of God, and he's faithful to them. This promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are far off. Did you hear that word all? All that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. God has called everyone through Christ Jesus our Lord. 
the cross, his cross stands at the center of eternity, crying out to all men. Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto myself. And that drawing comes through the Holy Spirit. They Remember it said they were cut in their heart when they heard the message, the gospel message. The Holy Spirit did the convicting and the drawing. It is the love of God that draws us unto himself and draws us to the cross of Christ. Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men. He didn't say certain men. He said all men. He didn't say a certain group or culture or language. He said all. Not Jew or non-Jew, Gentile. Not just certain ones. All. All means all. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord, another promise, shall be saved. What a promise. And this promise is to, what did he say? What did Peter say in this message? Is unto you and to your children and to all that are afar off, even as the Lord our God shall call. Sinner friend, if you have rejected Christ and you're continuing to do so, I want to give an invitation to you right now. You are the one that's afar off if you're apart from Christ. You're far from God, but you can be close to him. Repent. As Peter said, repent. Repent, confess your sins. That means turning from your sins and turning to God, completely turning from that life of sin by confessing your sins and asking Christ to come into your heart. Calling upon his name. What did it say? If you call upon his name, all that call upon his name shall be, not might be, not a maybe, you shall be saved. And that is a promise from God the Father through Jesus Christ our Lord and is confirmed by the power and the indwelling of the Holy Spirit when you make that decision. So if you are far off today, my, my invitation to you is stop what you're doing and pray. Lord, I'm a sinner. I've lived a life of sin. Now I want to repent of my sin. I want to confess them to you. And I ask you to come into my heart, Lord Jesus, and be my Savior. I confess you as the crucified, resurrected Son of God. Your blood shed for my salvation. And I ask you to come in. I'm placing all my faith in you right now. And I ask you to come into my heart. And if you do this with a true heart and a repentant heart, what does it say here? It's not what Jeff says. It's not what Jeff Thomas is telling you today. It's what the Word of God says. And we know it's the truth because it's His promise. He said, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If you make this decision today, it's an eternal consequence. But if you make this decision today, you will receive the Holy Spirit in your life. Don't worry about cleaning yourself up. That's what the, that's what the work of the Holy Spirit does. You must first have Christ in your heart. For the Holy Spirit to do his work. And he will take that office of, and he will work in you to bring you to Christ's image. It's a lifelong work. But he is the one that does that work. He will tell you and let you know what is right and wrong. That voice you hear calling to your heart right now and cutting to your heart right now through this message is the Holy Spirit. I pray that you'll make this decision today and be eternally born by the Spirit through Jesus Christ into the family of God. You go from a sinner to the son or daughter of the Most High God through placing your faith in Christ and being born of the Spirit, having the Spirit come in and dwell in your heart. Thank you so much for listening to me today, and I look forward to the next time that we can share a word from the Word of God. God bless.